It's a residency at the House of M's. This is Triple M Nights with Dave Gleeson. You'll recognise this next guest from the folder of every single girl you went to high school with in 2004. She's got a vocal range that stretches further than a dollar at Aldi. And this year, it's 20 years since Fallen, the album that started it all for Evanescence, was released. And they're going to play it live for you. Please welcome to Chat to Gleeson about everything vibrato. Probably. The amazing, the one, the only, lead singer of Evanescence, Amy Lee. We get all the massive stars on my show, and I'm there's none bigger than this girl, uh, Amy Lee from Evanescence. It's so great to have her on the show. Amy, how you going? I'm good. How are you? Yeah, I'm great. It's great to have you back on the airwaves of Triple M. Great to know that you're coming back to Australia. Very exciting times. I know. We're very excited, too. Um, sorry it took so long. But then after that, there's really no excuse. 2018, obviously, was the last time you're here doing the orchestra uh, run. Um, And obviously people go, five years is a long time, but there's two years, obviously, that no one could do a damn thing. Right, right. And then we had so much makeup work to do. We had like a tour, was it one or two different things lined up already that gotten canceled that we had to make up first of all. Uh And then... Also, anyway, um, no excuses. There's no excuse. We love Australia so much, and it's just been on our priority list, and it's finally happening. So, Fan- very excited. Fantastic. Now, um, obviously, 20 years ago, when your first album came out, young fish in a very massive pond, uh, did you ever have any dreams that it could possibly go this big? No, <laughs> no, just- I don't, I don't think so. I, I don't, I don't think I could have pictured this like as a reality Mm. like it's not just about big but like being able to like keep this going and continue to make music that i just truly feel and love so much and and to have it um mean so much to so many people around the world it's just uh it's it's a wonderful thing i'm so grateful and, and I can hear, like, any time I hear an Evanescence song, there's just so much passion in your delivery and in the in the music that goes around the, the vocals. Um, I, I guess that's something that really connects with people is they feel that you're really living it and really going for it in the music. There's something I say. It's um, It's probably been said by somebody before, but anything worth doing is worth doing with your whole heart. Uh-huh. You know, We've taken time between our albums every time. We get a little bit of shit for that. <laughs> but, you know, for me, it's it's always because it's got to come from a real place where I have a true, like, desire to express, you know, things or musically, like, just go there and fully, you know, be that thing. And if it's not coming from a real place, I won't do it. I never will. I will never go at this in an insincere way. That is the one thing. <laughs> That's your one caveat. <laughs> I'll try anything. I'll try anything. We can go down any road. I feel like, you know, our band really has so many different elements musically uh, in it and so many directions that we could take any given song, you know, that the experimentation is almost endless. Mm. Um, but it's it's got to be from a place of passion. And the truth is, like, I come back to that passion every time. And I've always allowed myself the the ability to not like, okay, if that's not in you anymore, then you need to let it go because I'm not going to spend my life doing something that I don't really, really fully believe in because it takes a lot of your time and a lot of your energy. Um, but it, it, it truly has been such a life giving force 
in my life and seeing other people, you know, feel moved by it is something that really motivates me to keep sharing. So I'm just beyond grateful to our fans. So as a kid growing up, how invested in music were you? What, what were the bands that you kind of listened to and thought, one day I want to be able to get that passion that they've got into my music? Well, I um, was blossoming into a young woman as a teenager in the 90s. And when grunge was uh, at its just finest um, in, in, in the mid 90s, but throughout the, the decade, and I was really, uh, really into the Smashing Pumpkins. Um, I was really into Veruca Salt and Garbage. And I was really into Bjork, really into Nirvana and Soundgarden. There was so much great music in that era um, that felt to me like it was all over the place. Like there was so many flavors. I still I still feel like there's so many flavors mm. out there, of course. Like we're flooded with information to the point that you can't find anything. <laughs> but, you know, back then, even just like on the radio, what you were hearing was so colorful. Um, and I think, I don't know how to name one, Bjork. Bjork is my number one in oh. life. Like she really seriously, not just inspired me back then, but like throughout my journey as a human and an artist, like have felt continually inspired by her work and and of course uh, female role models um hard to come by in in the the male dominated world of rock and metal and stuff um but you mentioned there as you say bjork um and and smashing pumpkins obviously had female influence in their band and i see you've got uh emma is now in in your band yeah. so you got a bit, yeah. of girl, bit of girl power going on there Oh yeah. Oh, it's beautiful. And you know, our, our kind of coming up experiences where we've got some similar stories, like we really are able to share things mm -hmm. from the inside. Yeah, um, right. And Emma and I made friends like on tour, I think in 2007, like we really got close then we were on tour with sick puppies. Um, and since then, you know, I've always, we've like joked about like, Oh, someday we got like our all girl side band or whatever, <laughs> you know, but I didn't think it was ever going to happen because I love my long, long time bass player, Tim McCord. And he's been with us since, uh, I don't know, 2006, I want to say. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, he's still with us, but he just moved over guitar um, to make room for, you know, Emma. It's just, it's just really been such a meant to be thing uh, for all of us. It just feels like, totally right we've had an incredible year together um i'm very excited to come to australia and like i don't know have an australian in the band <laughs> yeah. it's awesome rock on um okay so when you get back to australia obviously it's 20 years since fallen came out but it's not all about fallen it's about a whole the whole catalog of albums that you've done five or six records seven records um and how do you come about like with the with the set list? Is it obviously you, there's fan favorites that you have to play, but are there ones yes. that you, you want to say you should listen to this song again? Yeah. It has to be the right. It has to be the right combination of both of those things. Uh -huh. Like we want to give people what they want, but we also want to give them something that they didn't realize they wanted until they hear it. So um, it's become like a little bit, I will say, a little more challenging to please everybody because people on the internet see things that we do every single night. Yeah, like, sure. They keep the same thing. It's like, yeah, but we haven't done it in this country. It's great. <laughs> um, so we have a lot of songs that we want to play that we haven't gotten to play in Australia yet. Last time we were there, we were on a uh, synthesis, our orchestral yep. electronic album. And now we have a whole new album of songs to play. So we're definitely going to still be playing 
plenty of the bitter truth. But at the same time, like these shows have become really a celebration of our whole we're going to hit something from every album. Fantastic. Fantastic. Well, and, and, and memories of Australia. Tell us about things that you love about Australia. Have you tried Vegemite? Uh, of course. <laughs> um, and Marmite. And Marmite. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I, you know, um, well, my food thing that I love about Australia, two things. First of all, this is going to sound weird, but you guys have some of the best like Chinese food. Beautiful. Anywhere. We do. We really so do. So good. <laughs> so I love spicy you have some spicy ass Chinese food. I, I have had really good Chinese food in, in Australia. Also, Harry's meat pies. We got to go to the truck. Right, yep. Um, top pie, classic. Um, and then, as far as memories, I mean, we have a lot. Uh, we've 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 been there a considerable amount. Uh-huh. It's always a special occasion because it's not every day, of course. But um, I don't know. It, it's interesting because the last time we were there on Synthesis, we finally got to play inside the Opera House. Um, and we've just stayed right there outside the opera house right. almost every time before. And I, I know my way around that part of town and like, I kind of like my little traditions. We always get on the Manly Bay ferry and I'll, you know, sometimes go to the aquarium, but I remember it being a really cool thing being inside the opera house for the first time and like looking out at that place a few years later and be like, wow, that's cool. Like <laughs> we made it here. Yeah. Awesome. Well, we cannot wait for you to get here, Amy Lee. It has been a pleasure to talk to you. Uh, we're giving away some doubles for people to get uh, involved. And uh, when you come to Australia, if we can get you into the Triple M Studios, that would be absolutely would be great. Light. Let's do it. I'd love to. Awesome. Well, thank you very much for your time, Amy. I hope the tour goes very well for you and uh, good luck with everything that's happening. You too. We'll see you soon. For all the latest rock news, interviews and backstage experiences, don't forget to subscribe to Triple M Rock on the Listener app.